0: If you are willing to take responsibility for everything in your life, that is the most powerful thing you can do because you no longer give control to others. Welcome to The Bedros Cooley and Show. What's the difference between me and you? Me and you. Me and you. Back with Q. Was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo. I was banging with a gang of instrumental. Hey friends, welcome to the Bedros Koulian Show. My name is Bedros Koulian and today's show is about what every man needs and that is a creed because you and I are the sum of our core values of our thoughts and our actions. But first let me remind you that Bedros Koulian live takes place September 8th and 9th in beautiful Costa Mesa, California. I'm bringing out some of my amazing friends who are celebrities, pro athletes, world-class entrepreneurs and thought leaders, New York times, best selling authors and people that you probably follow and get inspired by. And they're going to be pouring into you at Bedros Koulian live. And of course, I'm going to be spending two days, September 8th and 9th, a lot of time on stage connecting and working with you and helping you transcend and level up into your higher self. So if you were ever like, hey man, I'd love to get together with like-minded people and really Elevate Together, this is your opportunity, so make no excuses, and you're gonna go to bedrosecooling.com forward slash live, and you will see everything you need to learn about Bedros Cooling Live, and that's where you register to join us. But today, I wanna talk to you about about the creed, right? Um, Now, you guys all know that we run the project, and the project is a 75-hour experience for men who want to level up in their faith, family, fitness, finances, and their fulfillment, the five F-bombs. And at the project, and when we developed the project four years ago now, we realized that we needed a creed. And a creed is a, like a man's core values, right? Like when you have a creed, everything you think about and do is filtered through that creed. And so my creed, for example, goes like this. I'm a man of my word. I make a promise and I keep it. I'm responsible for everything that takes place in my life and that gives me the power and control to change my circumstances. I lead when called upon, I follow when I must. I show respect to my fellow man, demand respect back, and I grovel to no one. I protect those who cannot protect themselves. I leave others better than I found them. I have high standards of expectations, tremendous attention to detail, and I'm driven to dominate life. I am the modern-day knight. And if you're wondering where that term, the modern-day knight, came from for the project, it is from my creed. See, before we ever created the project, I had a creed that I created for myself some 12, 13 years ago. I was like, all right, what is the man that you wanna be, Bedros? What is the man that you wanna show up as? That man needs a creed to live by. And today, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna break down my creed. But that creed is something that we also moved into the project. Because as myself and all the instructors of the project were going over the core values that we wanna bring, we realized that the creed that I had created for myself that keeps me purpose-driven in life is also the ideal creed for every man that graduates the project, the modern day night project, right? And so if you're wondering how I use my creed, it is a core value that I filter every thought, action, deed, decision through, it's as simple as that, right? And every morning when I wake up, I just kind of mumble the creed to myself in the shower, when I'm taking the shower, listening to Jack Johnson uh, soundtracks, and uh, in the evening I kind of mumble the creed to myself again asking myself, did I live up to the standards of my creed? So in the morning, I say my creed to remind me of the man that I need to be that day. And the evenings, I say that creed to myself again to ask myself, did you live up to those standards? So I wanna take a moment and break down my creed. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to put you in a position where you will develop your own creed You will develop your own set of core values. You will develop your own set of characters, your own non-negotiables, things that you will not compromise against. Right? So I'm gonna break down my creed and what it means to me and to the men that have graduated the project. Hey, what's happening, guys? I'm gonna interrupt the Bedros Koulian show for a public service announcement. I want you to remember September 8th and 9th, we're having Bedros Koulian live in Costa Mesa, California. And I want you guys to come out and join me. You're not only gonna join me, you're gonna join about 15 of my dearest friends from many different walks of life. Top performing entrepreneurs, world-class athletes, thought leaders. New York Times bestselling authors, and of course, some of the biggest influencers on the planet who are going to help you level up in money, mindset, meaning, and self-mastery. That is what the Bedrose Queen live show is about. It's a two-day in-person experience in Costa Mesa, California, guys. And I don't want you to miss it because if you are a fan of this show, if you are focused on self mastery, finding and developing your purpose, leaving a legacy, making an obscene amount of money and doing a lot of good with it, and really, really finding a tribe of like minded, people that you can hang out with, connect with, vibrate with, jive with, then you wanna come out to Bedros Koulian Live September 8th and 9th in beautiful Costa Mesa, California. In the description box is a link, or you just go to bedroskoulian.com forward slash live, and you can get your tickets before it sells out. So that first sentence, I'm a man of my word, I make a promise and I keep it. Well, I think that's pretty self-explanatory in that I believe a man is only as good as his word. Like your reputation is something that you, you need to build over a decade or two, right? And I think it's Warren Buffett who said that it takes 20 years to build your reputation and it'll take 20 seconds to ruin it with a bad decision or a emotional outburst or a drunken outburst or something you might post that's stupid on social media that looks, makes you look like a dumb shit because you were not of the, of the sound mind and sound attitude, right? So if I'm a man of my word and I make a promise and I keep it, that means I commit to the things and to the people that I've committed to. But beyond that, I keep my promises to myself as well. Remember, your reputation is not just what others perceive of you. Your reputation with yourself is also known as your confidence. So if you break your promises to yourself, for example, if you set the snooze or the alarm on your, on your phone to wake up at a certain time, say 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., and then you hit that snooze button, you just broke a promise to yourself. You promised the night before that you were gonna wake up at a certain time, and then lo and behold, you hit the snooze button and you broke your promise to yourself. First thing in the morning, you got an L, right? You got a L. And you don't want Ls, you wanna stack Ws, you wanna stack wins. And I'm here to tell you that when you have a creed and your creed says, I'm a man of my word and I make a promise and I keep it. You end up becoming a promise keeper. Otherwise, you become a hypocrite and a piece of shit, right? The next line says, I'm responsible for everything in my life. And that gives me the power and control to change my circumstances. Think of that mindset. How many people truly take responsibility for everything in their life? You know, on my previous show, the Empire Podcast, uh, if you go back and you watch the episode with uh, Quest Bar co-founder, Quest Nutrition co-founder, Tom Billy, a good friend of mine, um, I, I asked Tom, I said, tell me what responsibility means to you. He said, well, I take personal responsibility for everything. He says, if my wife, Lisa, was on a cruise in the Mediterranean Sea and a meteor hit her cruise ship and it blew up and she died, That is my fault. And I was like, Tom, tell me more. He says, well, as her husband, and as someone who takes personal responsibility for everything in my life, I should have checked if there were gonna be any meteor showers in that area of time that Lisa was gonna be on a cruise ship in the great Mediterranean Sea. And if so, I should have stopped her from going or had her change her plans to another destination And that is what taking responsibility is. That is extreme ownership, right? In the words of Jocko Willink in his book, Extreme Ownership. If you are willing to take responsibility for everything in your life, that is the most powerful thing you can do because you no longer give control to others. Most people are willing to delegate responsibility to others. They want others to have control over their life. And when someone has control over your life, they also have power over your life, don't they? And if someone's got power over your life, that means they can make the decisions for you and you feel more like a drifting, like you're drifting through life than deliberately headed towards a specific purpose-driven vision in life. And you don't want that. I don't want that. Right, So that line that I'm responsible for everything in my life and that gives me the power and control to change my circumstances. Look, life is dynamic. There's only one type of person that has a very consistent life, dead people. Dead people are consistently dead. They don't have a good day, they don't have a bad day. Nothing really hurts on them, they don't have an emotional ups and downs, they're not gonna have wins or losses, they're dead. The rest of us, well, Life gives us different circumstances. Outside influences might change our circumstances temporarily if you are the type of person that takes extreme responsibility and ownership. Because you realize then, by taking extreme responsibility and ownership over everything that happens to me, I have the power and control to change those circumstances for myself for the better. And that is a really cool thing to do, man, to know that you have such power and control over your life. It is very empowering to know that. Then, of course, the next line is I lead when I'm called upon, I follow when I must. I like to think I'm a pretty good leader. I like to think that I make some good decisions. But guess what? I've never been in the military, I've never been to war. So, if I were going to go to war, and uh, my good friend, Ray, who's a former Navy SEAL, and my other good friend, Redmond, Jason Redmond, another retired Navy SEAL, were in that combat scene with me, I would now be led by them, right? I am now out of my zone of genius. So I lead when called upon in areas that I am the expert, in areas that I have situational dominance in, entrepreneurship, leadership and management of people, communication, crafting a vision, risk-taking in the attempt of making money, those are my zone of genius. I will lead when I feel called upon, the people that I serve, my team, my family, my community, my clients, I will lead them to the promised land of success. But I will also follow when I must if I am not the expert in that category of life, right? And so you must be in a position where you can lead when called upon, follow when you must. And of course, I'm not just gonna follow some dipshit, I'm gonna follow the people that I trust, I'm gonna follow the men who I know have been in that combat situation before. And so then the next line is, I respect my fellow man, I demand respect back, and I grovel to no one. So this is the one where people kind of have a hard time when they hear this creed. They go, what do you mean? Uh, I respect my fellow man and demand respect back. How do you demand respect back? Like, Do you just like, grab him by the collar and say, respect me, motherfucker, or else? No. I respect my fellow man. I just automatically assume that you're a good human being, that you have the best of intentions for me, and that you are going to do right by me. I will respect you, I will open doors, I will say please and thank you, I will stand up when I shake your hand, I will make eye contact with you, I will keep my promises, I will not try and rip you off, I will show respect in every way. But I will also demand respect back through actions. I will carry myself a certain way that would encourage you to show respect to me. And if you're disrespectful to me when I'm doing things that, that, that literally should encourage you to respect me, then we can no longer be friends. We cannot play in the sandbox. You are now a fucking asshole, right? And the third part of that line is that I will grovel to no one. So I respect my fellow man, I will demand respect back through my actions, thoughts, deeds, words, and I will grovel to no one. I will put not put another man on a pedestal. I will not plug my umbilical cord into another man's belly button. I will not hero worship. I will not grovel to another man because they're a better athlete than me, because they made more money than me, because they have a bigger following than me. And personally, I would encourage you to do the same. There is no need to grovel to another man. We are all peers. We might be in different places in time and space based on the work that we do and the time that we've done it in, the experiences that we have, but I will not Grovel to anyone, and I recommend the same for you. And it says, I protect those who cannot protect themselves. To me, I believe that as men, we are protectors and providers. I will protect those who cannot protect themselves. This is why I always talk about make money. This isn't just talking about I will protect you as in like, I'll fight for you. I'll fight for you too. If you didn't start the fight, and it's a just fight that I've got to get into for you, I'll do that for you, I got your back. However, I will protect you in that I will make enough money, not only for myself and my family, but I will let my cup overflow to be able to protect you financially, to be able to look after you. Because in this world, money buys a lot of protection, insurance, medical services, benefits. A lot of great things can happen when you make a lot of money, right? And so I protect those who cannot protect themselves. Sometimes people are put in a position where for a temporary period of time, they cannot take care of themselves, protect themselves. Whether it's a, it, it, it's, a, it's a woman who got into a car accident that I'm gonna help her out of and protect her from a burning car, whether it is a, a, a dear friend of mine, a man who's able-bodied, but something catastrophic happened where he's currently not able to protect himself and his family financially, and I will be there for him financially. I will protect those who cannot protect themselves. The line after that is I will leave others better than I found them. I believe that in my walk on this planet, that I have a duty and a responsibility to leave people better than I found them. If you've been following the show since the beginning, you've heard me say over and over again that I was a piece of shit of a human in my teens and 20s. Carjackings, robberies of homes, I was involved in a police helicopter chase. That is not something I'm proud of. I did not leave people better than I found them. In fact, I left them worse than I found them by stealing their cars, by stealing their possessions. And I've made the commitment in my life that part of my core values, my creed, is that I will leave others better than I found them. So whether I meet you for a minute or I meet you for an extended period of time, years and decades, when we part ways, you will have been left better than I found you. And and, and it is simply for me, it's this. If I can't add value to your life, I don't deserve to be in it. So I believe I have a duty and an obligation to leave you better than I found you. And finally, I have high standards of expectations, tremendous attention to detail, and I'm driven to dominate life. That to me is very powerful, right? To have high standards of expectations. Because the reality is, most of us, myself included, I was not raised to have high standards. I was raised to just get an average job, be an average person, marry an average person, have average kids, live an average life, be of average health. And I realized if you have high standards, you can really, really make a lot more money, have a lot more meaning, have a massive amount of influence and status, be able to serve humanity in such a great way. If if only you can have high standards of expectations for yourself. Most parents do not tell their kids to have high standards of expectations, they don't. They just want you to be average, they just want you to get by because they don't want you to set high expectations for fear of what if you lose it all? What if you get hurt? What if you get let down? I am willing, to see my kids suffer and get let down and get hurt because I helped them set high standards of expectations and maybe they failed the first time, I promise you they will not fail the second, third, fourth or fifth time. There is no such thing as failure. It is only temporary defeat anyways. As long as I don't quit, as long as I don't stop trying, it is not failure, it is temporary defeat. And the path to success, the path to fulfillment, the path to happiness is filled with temporary defeats, the path to sadness, the path to regret is filled with failure. Men and women who failed and gave up instead of gotten up and tried again and looked at it as temporary defeat. So I will set high standards of expectations. I have tremendous attention to detail If you see anything we do from the set here on the Bedros Koulian show to the lighting, there's not a light bulb burnt out in our HQ. Every fridge that we have, all the labels from the water cans and soda cans are facing the same way. I believe in massive attention to detail because I believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. And so if something is out of place, then everything is out of place. So a a tremendous attention to detail is mandatory for someone who is trying to live a life of legacy, who is trying to build a life of impact and influence, who wants to be a role model to humanity, to his kids, to his family, so that they can 10X the impact. I know that the greatest amount of impact that I will ever have is to take my kids, to take my family, my nieces and nephews, to take you, the viewers and listeners of this show, and to influence you to set higher standards of expectations for yourself, to have greater attention to detail, so that you too can dominate life. Because I am driven to dominate life. I realize this is my only run at it. This is not a trial run. I am not coming back for a second time. This is it. And that is that last line, that I am driven to dominate life. And of course, it ends with, I am the modern-day knight because I want to be a savage and a servant. I want to be chivalrous, but I also want to be dangerous. I want to be loved and respected. And you could achieve all of that when you have your own set of core values. But when you don't, as I've said before, you become a drifter in life. You begin to say yes to the things that you know are against your core values, things that are against your consciousness, things that are against your belief systems, because you feel the peer pressure. There's no peer pressure that can talk me into doing anything that I don't want to. Because for me, these nine sentences of my creed, my personal creed, are everything that I filter my decisions through my friends through, my relationships through. And so if I'm working with someone that is not aligned with me in core values, I will find a way to disconnect from them as quickly as I can if they are not aligned to my core values because they do not jive with my creed. Why would I be in touch with someone who's shady, who doesn't keep promises, who doesn't leave people better than they found them? That would mean I'm going against my own core values. And so that's what I wanted to share with you here, friends, on this episode of The Bedros kool Show. I believe that every man needs his creed, his core values, his thoughts, his beliefs, his actions that make life non-negotiable for you so that you can be on the straight line to financial success, marital success, relational success, health success, impact and influence success. And so with that said, I wanna remind you that average is the enemy my friends success is your responsibility and change can take place in an instant when you are ready to flip the switch we'll see you next time what's the difference between me and you me and you, me and you. back when q was rolling with lorenzo and a benzo i was banging with a gang of instrumental